0: Welcome back to Moving Right Along, Muppet Family Christmas Edition, brought to you by toughpigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch a Muppet Family Christmas two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe.
1: I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And I'm the most
2: famous reindeer of all, Danny Horn. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Danny Horn joining us for one more day. Very happy to have you back. Thank you for being with Christmas us. Christmas Marathon,
2: yes. um, so pleased to be here.
0: Today we are watching minutes 23 and 24 of A Muppet Family Christmas in which uh, the Sesame Street gang finishes their Christmas pageant. And Piggy calls Kermit from a phone booth in a blizzard. And uh, as we pick things up here, Ernie is concluding the line of the poem uh, from the pageant in which not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Then he cues the mouse and it's Grover. Grover is wearing this little like mouse, like almost Mickey Mouse style mouse ears hat, but furry. <laughs> and uh, and gray. yeah, And gray. Yes. He's, he says, I am here. I am here. The cute little mouse is here. Uh, he is also holding a bowl, and when Bert asks him what's the bowl for, he says, so you can see that I am not stirring. Note that oh. the hand never touches the spoon.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just gorgeous.
1: Oh, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, and everyone applauds, and he says, thank you, thank you. And I think he says, thank you, public. Thank you, public. Thank yes. you public. <laughs> so yeah, which is, back.
1: which is the best touch. Like, this is all yes. great, like you say. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. As,
0: as he's heading back a behind the curtain. I do feel like I've heard this joke somewhere else before, like, like in a few places, probably. Because... What, that the creature the, wasn't stirring? Not a creature was stirring. Yeah. Because we, uh, people do still use the word stirring occasionally to refer to somebody, like, moving. But mostly when we talk about stirring, it's like stirring a drink or a bowl, you know, something like that. So... Like maybe in the Bugs Bunny uh, Christmas special, I think there's like some gag Pogo with Speedy Pogo. Gonzalez where he's stirring, even though he's a mouse. There's
2: like a that. Pogo comic strip.
0: Pogo, yeah. Is there a mouse in Pogo? Yes, very much so. Oh, okay, there you go. So not a unique joke, but still very funny when delivered by Grover. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: and and Pogo also famously Jim Henson's favorite comic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, and go.
1: when I say famously, I mean in the DC 50th anniversary comic, Jim Henson says. Like, I read Superman and Superboy, but my favorite comic was Pogo. Kermit grew up in the swamp, too.
2: Right, yeah. So he just ripped it off from there. That's, like, the one time that you've ever done a reference. I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking
1: about? Okay, so in the in 1985, DC <laughs> Comics published a comic called, like, DC 50th Anniversary, and they got a bunch of celebrities to do a blurb about DC Comics. One of them is Jim Henson, and that's what he said. This is on Muppet Wiki. It's, it's documented on the Wiki. If you look up DC comics, I can't remember. It's, oh my god.
2: Okay. That's I didn't he say right. he likes right uh,
0: Captain the, the, the DC Captain Marvel at some point, too. I yeah, had that he in says, my
1: head. He says Captain Marvel, yeah. I'm here. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here on <laughs> Wiki. I've always been interested in comic books as an art form. And when I was younger, I was addicted to them. I read Superman and Superboy, but Captain Marvel was probably my favorite of the superheroes. There we go. The comic I loved best though was Pogo. After all, Kermit's beginnings were in a swamp too
0: nice mm-hmm. yeah that's great we're doing such a good job of keeping this short i know we really are <laughs> so fozzy's ma says that they're adorable oscar says don't encourage them he's just disgusted like he sees the stuff all the time so he's just like it's not fun for him. let's just get the show over with as soon as possible
1: it's so funny to me that oscar like came on this trip at all
0: that's true it's like sam yeah Like, why am i here <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's very why am I here? Yeah, he could have stayed home, but he never would. You know, of course, that's right. the, that's the paradox of Oscar because
0: he likes being miserable.
1: Just love that's. Did you hear Carol Spinney say that on the talk show or something? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they're yeah I think it somewhere was
2: a DC, DC Comics anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> they asked Oscar the Grouch about
0: his favorite yeah. uh, DC comic,
1: and Oscar the Grouch said, "When I read Brother Power the Geek, <laughs> it makes me miserable, and I love that Captain Marvel." Captain Marvel wasn't even
2: DC.
0: Not originally. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that not out. Not in Jim's That's right.
2: Yeah.
1: right. Famously, Fawcett Comics.
0: Right. Yes. I'm glad you said that because if you hadn't, somebody would have pointed it out in the yeah. Facebook comments. I, so.
2: I mean, it's kind of a burn, really, yeah. <laughs> From yeah. Jim Henson. Like the stuff I really liked was not stuff he it
0: was. Liked, this other like. company. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: like another company, and then Pogo, which you had yeah, on
0: and that. really, yeah, really, I just like opening a newspaper. <laughs>
2: Why did they ask him?
0: (laughs) Because he was famous.
1: He was famous. He was a famous guy. I know. He had nothing.
0: The guy behind Muppet Babies. (laughs) hit Saturday morning show at the time. Uh, True. So Ernie has been reading this whole uh, pageant from this green folded up piece of paper that has like some text on it that I could not make out. I would love to know what this is. I wonder if it's just like some sort of uh, a lighting cue document or something (laughs) that he got from a crew member and folded up. And it does not look like it has the text of It Was a Night Before Christmas on it. So yeah, I'd really like to know what that actually is.
2: You know what? We'll find out when they do the Blu-ray. You know, I was thinking that. Yeah, I hope they... High resolution. There
0: is probably a 0% chance that this will ever get (laughs) remastered in any form, but uh, we can always hope. Right. The next line is, When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter, I sprung from my bed to see what was the matter. Open the curtain! And they opened the curtain.
1: I love the way Ernie rolls straight into Open the curtain! Yeah. Which also, Danny, you talked about characters who sound the same in this.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, there's a Kermit no. in there. Yeah, That's yeah. a very Hexen Kermit. Says.
1: Yeah, it says Kirtan. Like, yeah. it, you know, he said it on the moment show all the time, right? Exactly. stood in front of one. Yeah. Uh,
0: and there's the reindeer being played yeah. by the monsters, including, as we mentioned, Harry. And then also Elmo is there as one of the reindeer.
1: This is Elmo's He's biggest gone. featured role in this special. You know? He doesn't he doesn't have any lines.
0: No, that's true. Yeah. Um, so which of the reindeer do you think Harry and Elmo are playing? Like, is, is Harry Blitzen? Is, is Elmo, Gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't Don, Elmo Donner?
1: Elmo is a dancer because of happy tapping with Elmo
0: <laughs> okay I think you got it
2: yeah I'll buy that final answer okay <laughs> yeah
0: and then Bert is just flabbergasted by this apparently they they oh, haven't really? rehearsed this before because Bert is shocked <laughs> right. to see this
2: well that's what this is the rehearsal no but it's, like we need to we need to just discuss like I just think it's amazing that Elmo is in this and does not speak and there's like two Christmas specials. That they're going to make that have Elmo's name in the title, right? Like Elmo Elmo saves Christmas,
1: right? Well, three really. Like, I mean, there's Elmo's World Happy Holidays. Oh,
2: you're right, and Elmo's and Christmas Countdown. Elmo's, Elmo's Christmas. Christmas Countdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Elmo, what is it like? Nine years in the future of this is going right. to is is will be Christmas, like in 1996. Right. He will be right. Sesame yeah. Street. Elmo is the only Elmo is all of Christmas that year. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. Right. Um, he meets. He meets Doc Hopper at the North yeah. Pole, and exactly. he's a popular toy in real life.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so just it's Charles funny Stratton. seeing him. It's funny seeing him in this in this special where it's like you look at him. It's just like oh, just wait, just wait, little Elmo. You don't have you don't have any lines today. No,
0: yeah, he's on the show by this point. You are. I mean, they, this right. must be a deliberate choice to include him here. He's on the show and like in the street stories and stuff, but he's not a star yet.
2: Is Kevin right, Clash doing him yet?
1: Kevin Clash is doing him. This is this is 87. So this is after, like, for example, when Snuffy is revealed, Elmo is very much there. He holds on to his snuffle. Yes. Try to keep uh, him from leaving. You know, um, right around this time is when Marie and Luis got married. And El- that's 88, I think. A little bit after, yeah. And and Elmo is the ring bearer, you know.
2: Right. Don't drop yeah. the ring, Elmo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I guess actually it's just like, you know. He's just, it was, He's part it's, of the it's game. Like well, it's like y'all said that um, they have, like, Jerry Nelson and Richard Hunt. Right. And- right. Jim Jim Henson and Frank Oz and like and Carol and and, uh and Kevin just isn't there and so that's why Elmo doesn't and he's just
0: he's not quite a star at the level of Big Bird yet so but he will be just wait and then Bert also then asks where's Santa Claus and that's when Ernie says with a little driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment he must be Saint Nick and (laughs) there is Santa Claus and it's the two-headed monster they're wearing their beards and their Santa hats, and they're just so happy to be in this pageant. They say, hello! And uh, th- this is when we see Sam the Eagle. He is not having a great time. He's- this is when he says, is nothing sacred, and covers his face.
1: Which, as we noted earlier, Sam's second and final line. Yes. Like he has two lines, and they're both perfect. Is nothing yeah. sacred, and why am I here? Yep. <laughs> like, Incredible
0: yeah totally uh in character and everything bert asks who let the two-headed monster be santa Claus?" and ernie replies bert he said he'd never been on a play before i mean they said it both of him said it
1: both of him said it is so good yeah yeah absolutely i
0: love it and then uh bert tells ernie to go to the big finish which i guess is why they skip over like 90 percent of the poem and ernie goes to i heard him exclaim air he drove out of sight And the Santa Claus says, Merry
1: Christmas to all and to
0: all our good mates. The curtain closes and that's that's the end of the pageant. (laughs) (laughs) Any final (laughs) thoughts on the pageant before we move on?
2: Like, it's just so beautiful and cute and we kind of don't have anything. (laughs) Alright. Yeah, except just like, it's so beautiful and cute. I know, that's and the right.
0: thing about yeah, the Yeah, it's just tempting to keep saying like, oh, this is so good, this is so good, this is right. so good.
1: Well, it's it's one of those things where I will say I think it's valuable like that it's in here because Sesame Street pageants were a thing. They were on the show. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know that I would remember them as fondly or think about them as often as, as someone who was, again, born in the mid-80s Yeah. if, if it wasn't for this special. Yeah. Where it's like a, one of the things they have to do for Sesame Street is, is, is a pageant.
0: Where it's something like so representative of Sesame Street.
1: Right. Yeah. And this is actually like it, this special,
2: I kind of hadn't thought about it, is like this beautiful little time capsule of where every you know everybody in all of these things that we love, like this is where they were in 1987. Uh-huh. Right. You know, Elmo's not a big thing. Forgetful Jones is still there. Um, right.
1: Ker- Ker- Kermit and Piggy are basically a couple.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Which is something that had, had been established more in the movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is after, like a few years after Muppets Take Manhattan, where it was kind of just like, like, all right, all right, they're together, they're married, they're whatever. Yeah. They're in a relationship of some kind. Yeah. Yeah, but then, it, like, no sooner is the pageant over than immediately Doc is bursting through the front door, slamming it on Lips. Yeah. Uh, which is a nice little. That, that, this is Lips' big moment in the special, is getting slammed mm-hmm. by a door.
2: Uh, and then, like picking himself up and going, like shaking it off. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, right. just <laughs> super cute. This is like that's what th- he would have been, Bean Bunny. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, they would have they would have done they would have used Bean for that later. Yeah, right. Interesting yeah. that it's still a Steve Whitmire character.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So Doc asks if everyone has seen the weather. It's a real storm out there, and Ma is looking out the window and says, "I haven't seen a sky like that since the blizzard of '41." So Anthony, I think you had something about the blizzard of '41. <laughs>
1: I sure do. So I theorized earlier that this special takes place in my home area, right? Right. Uh-huh. Eastern North Dakota, Western Minnesota, where I'm from. Jerry Jewell is of course from the Twin Cities area. Mm-hmm. So Jerry Jewell would almost certainly have known that the blizzard of 41 in the Red River Valley occurred the, sometimes called the Ides of March blizzard. But what did my grandma call it? The blizzard of 41 uh-huh. was a huge blizzard in mid-March, 1941, that killed 151 people wow this Yikes. is this is like a real horrible storm yeah. yeah that is like a well-known thing or like i say like the thing my grandma would talk about it occurred when she was 10 years old nine years old so maybe it's so a yeah problem, so that must right? be right yeah, like, yeah that, sounds, like, that sounds right but but just yeah that's the horrible. fact that jerry jewels from here i would think yeah. that's true so yeah. fozzy grew up on a farmhouse same area as me fozzy and i are neighbors yeah. that's all <laughs> there, that's all there is to it yeah that's nice yes.
0: But the yeah, Blizzard of 41. So this is really serious. Like there's mistakes yeah, <laughs> here. Then Ma says, it's a good thing all of Kermit's friends are safe and warm inside the farmhouse. But of course, he points out that they're, they're not all safe and warm inside. Doc says, sorry to hear that it's cold enough out there to freeze your Winnebago. <laughs> now, this I want to say is probably the second most frequently quoted line from the special by by Muppet fans, the most frequently quoted being careful of the icy patch. Yeah. Sure.
1: My brother, certainly, who's like a, a casual Muppet fan, my brother Benjamin, you bring up Muppet Family Christmas. Like I told him we were doing these podcasts and he's like, oh, cold enough out there to freeze your Winnebago. Yeah. You know, like that's just, that's just what it is. Right. That's what special this is. Well, it's the one where they say that.
0: There are often times in our lives when we encounter cold weather, you know, in the winter. <laughs> yeah. So Mm-hmm. It's very useful when it gets really cold to say, yeah. "Man, it's cold enough out here to freeze to Winnebago." I've often used it in the presence of people who I like, who I know for a fact are not going to get the reference, but you know, it just that's sounds it. funny and it's fun. Yeah, it's so. same.
1: Yeah,
0: Winnebago, of course, that's a a company that makes RVs and motorhomes. So that's it's it's cold enough to freeze your motorhome. The, the, then the phone rings. Kermit runs to answer it, and it's Miss Piggy. She is calling from a payphone. She finished her Christmas shopping, but unfortunately, Jerome got the limo stuck in a snowbank.
2: He would, yeah, Jerome, man. And while she's talking, there's like a, a horrifying, like squeal yeah. and crash. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster
0: right? outside of that. Pavement. Agonizing crash. There's yeah. yeah, there's snow flying everywhere and just squealing brakes and crashing and yeah, it's it's a terrible time to be out there.
2: And the thing that I love about this, I know I've talked like long ago when we were doing the Muppet movie about. Like Miss Piggy's ability to just believe whatever she believes and then like make the world kind of model itself around her. So basically, she as a character decided that she was a movie star and then it actually happened. Right. Yes. And you can see like some of that spirit here, I think, of like, oh, yeah, no, it's horrifying out there. It's the Blizzard of 41 and we're going to lose people. And she's like, nope. I'll be there soon.
0: Right. She's just convinced herself that like, yeah, if I just want everything to be fine, everything will be fine.
2: Yeah. Just force of personality and not really caring about what anybody else says or does. Yeah. She's going to get there.
0: Well, we'll see if she does or not, because this is where the clip ends is with Piggy in this precarious uh, situation. So any final thoughts on these two minutes, Danny, starting with you?
1: I just want to say thank you, public. (laughs) 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 Anthony? No what we we talked about all my stuff.
0: Great. So Danny, we like to ask our guests on this uh, mini season. what's your history with this TV special? Um, and just like your general thoughts on it?
2: i wish I wish I had a good story. Um, did you see it the first time it aired on TV? I did. yes. I watched it. It was, I was at that point like back into the Muppets. I, you know, I had like a couple years off and uh got back into Muppets like in 1985. Um, and yeah, like watched it, taped it, and loved it and watched it over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. This would be like if you weren't already back into the Muppets, this I feel like would, this would be you the back thing in. that would get me there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. All right. So do you have anything then, Danny, that you would like to plug as we reach? Uh the conclusion of your week on this podcast?
2: I certainly do. Yeah, I am now writing a new blog uh, that I started a couple months ago called Superheroes Every Day, uh, which is a daily blog about the history of superhero movies, starting with the first blockbuster, Superman the movie, in 1978, and then continuing the chronology from there. Uh, It is,
1: if I can be candid, the greatest thing.
2: (laughs) Yes. I'm, I love I'm working it so much thing it is it yeah. is big and crazy. It turns out I have a lot to say about superhero movies well, and like i am I'm just gonna go ahead and say it all
1: when like you said that it's about superhero movies, but like there are posts in this thing where it's like, let's go ahead and look back at like a bunch of
0: yeah you're you're just digging into the history of Superman as a character, as a concept, like all these different aspects of his mythology and how they. Came together in the movie.
1: You'll just be like, "What's the deal with Phantom Zone projectors?" Here's a bunch of Silver stories. Here's
0: a, yeah, it. here's yeah. an entire post about it.
1: It's great. And, I love
2: it. Yeah, and I and like and there are just more like weird little surprises coming up. I'm going to be talking about like just the history of blockbuster movies and American culture in general. I have, there's like, there's gonna be a lot of stuff packed into this blog. So I hope people come check it out. It's superheroeseveryday.com.
0: Yeah, if you you have enjoyed Danny's work on tough pigs and you would like to read that same kind of style uh, talking about superheroes, which like most people are interested in these days, then you should definitely check it out. Great. so do that and then listeners always uh, you can check us out on the internet twitter facebook etc if you're so inclined we would also love to have your support on our patreon or you could buy some merchandise uh, t-shirts and stuff on our store on Public. we would appreciate that very much we would also appreciate it if you come back tomorrow when we will have a different guest and we will continue this Christmas party right here on moving right along goodbye
2: Happy holidays. Goodbye.